Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders postgame edition. You know, I can't speak for everybody. I know where I stand, and I love the silver and black. I'm going to give it everything I can every time I go out there. And uh, I can't speak for everybody, um, you know, for every man, um, what's going on in their head. But I can tell you what's going on in my head, and I'm going to give it all that I can every single time. It just seems there's frustration at times, obviously, after these losses. Is there, in any way, a disconnect with what you're trying to do and this new staff as far as the system? I, you know, I don't think so. Um, you know, I love I love Josh. I love the car. I love our coaches. Um, they've had nothing but success, you know, way more success than I've ever had, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Derek. Um, you know, I'm, sorry. Continue. To finish that, sorry for being emotional. I'm just pissed off about some of the things, you know, that a lot of us try and do just to practice what we put our bodies through just to sleep at night. And for that to be the result of all that effort pisses me off. Pisses a lot of guys off. It's hard knowing what some guys are doing. Like I said, just to practice what they're putting in their body just to sleep at night. Like, just so we could be there for each other. And I wish everybody in that room felt the same way about this place. Right off the top there, a very somber Derek Carr, Raiders quarterback, getting very emotional after a loss to the Colts here at Allegiant Stadium. The final score, 25-20. to 20. It's Ed Graney and Heidi Fang, uh, Review Journal Sports columnist Ed Graney. And we're going to wrap up all what happened here at Allegiant. Uh, for those of you still listening <laughs> with us here, we are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. We are also presented to you by Blue Wire Podcast and Liquid Death. All right, Ed. This was not good. Um, this was a team, as were the past two teams that were sub-500 teams, that had everything going against them. They had the young quarterback, Sam Ellinger, getting benched in place of Matt Ryan, who had previously been uh, benched by the team. Jeff Saturday coming in as coach, a new play caller. Jeff Saturday, no experience whatsoever, except for at the high school level in coaching, beat the Raiders 25-20 again, the final. Ed, let's just start with the coaching. Yeah, I mean, look, it's and as I wrote in my column, this is we can sit here and you know have fun joking around about Jeff Saturday and sit here and talk about the Raiders being two and seven. They have much bigger problems now. This is not just about being two and seven. Uh, they likely have a splintered locker room, which is a really bad thing. Nine games into a season, they have Devontae Adams and Derek Carr this week, uh, literally calling out teammates without naming them. Um, and Josh McDaniels, as we know, is a coach who lost the locker room when he was a coach in Denver. He's now 7-24 and 24 in his last 31 games as coach. He has not proven in any realm to be a head coach in this league yet. There's a lot, as I wrote in the column, if he's, if, you know, if he's the answer, there's still a lot of questions out there. Um, you know, I just, I, 
I think there's more to it. You know, I mean, we can put Saturday aside and good for him. You know, he, he won his first game and he probably let his coordinators do a lot of the stuff because it was his first time in, um, which is probably a smart move. Um, but the Raiders, this is a this is a really bad loss and a season of bad losses. And I think most important are these comments about the locker room and people not having the commitment or passion that the people talking like Carr and Adams say they do. Yeah, in fact, let's hear quickly from Devontae Adams and then we'll head to a break and get more into the game here with the Vegas Nation postgame podcast. I mean, we played behind the, you know, the sticks as usual. That's, that's how we played, you know, and, and that's when we don't have success on offense. So holding penalties, you know, a bunch of that just, you know, doesn't allow you to move the ball and have realistic shots at converting. And that's where we lived a lot of this year, and that's what happened. What's it going to take to kind of turn this around about forward mindset-wise, just massive blocks? Just got to stay the course, man. It's, it's, it's easier said than done, but you just got to stay the course. You got to have everybody on the same wavelength. Everybody's got to go out there and put everything into it, you know what I mean, throughout the week. And then Sunday's supposed to be fun, and that's the least fun day of the week right now. So um, that's a problem. We got we to fix that. I mean, it's been the same thing, you know, just guys got to play for one another, play a, a full game. And, you know, that's, that's 60 minutes from start to finish, coming out, starting fast and then closing out games, making plays when, when you know, taking on that burden, wanting to be the guy that, uh, you know, or the or want to be on offense when it, when it's time or wanting the ball or, or wanting to shut it down when you're on defense, just wanting to be the guy to make the play. And, you know, I just don't got enough guys that are that are fully bought into that right now. And I think people like the idea, but when it's time to actually execute, it's, it don't turn out that way. Is that is that the problem, that guys aren't bought in? I don't think it's a, a buy-in. I don't think people are like, you know, F what he's talking about or, you know, I'm going against the grain. It's just about a matter of executing when it's time, whether that's early. And 60-minute game means – it doesn't mean just finishing. You know, that's part of it, but it means a complete game. Every every minute of the game, giving it all you got and – it's not about being perfect because it's not, it's not football. Football is the most imperfect, most team sport that there is. So at the end of the day, it's, it's doing your job and, and, and making making the plays when, when you called on and when you get the opportunities. And we just don't do that at a high enough level right now. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst, and their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying liquid death in the vending machine. So I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get liquid death at your local Smith's, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation post-game podcast. It's Heidi Fang and Ed Graney. Right before the break there, you heard from Devontae Adams and just very emotional for both Derek 
and Devontae going through this game, going through everything that happened. Devontae Adams still had a great game stat-wise, not enough to pull off the W. And the final drive there, Ed, I, um, there, there were incompletions. There was that final play to Devontae that just didn't work out. What um, could you um, – I mean, and just before that series also, it was the Darian Butler fumble that didn't the, Exactly, and, and the, the Darian Butler fumble um, they don't come up with. Right. Uh, which is huge. You have to fall on that ball and just come up with it. And then what happens? The Colts go and, and, and get it. Um, they're just – they can't stop anyone being the Raiders. They just let the worst offense in the league have like 400-plus yards and 25 points. I mean, that was awful. Um, they're too inconsistent. Carr's too inconsistent. It's weird. He was 0 for 5 in the first quarter, 11 for 11 in the second quarter. I mean, think about that. These swings of pendulums of emotions – or excuse me, of, of, of up and down with Carr – really seem to show up in these close games. They are now 0-6 in one-score games. That's two things. That's a lack of execution in critical times, and it's lack of coaching. So they're 0-6 in one-score games. And I know the NFL has a lot of one-score games. You and I follow the NFL closely. A lot of them are one-score games. But when you're 0-6, something's wrong. I mean, you're 3-3. and We're having different conversations, and Derek Carr isn't crying on a podium after a game, being emotional and, you know, um, his voice breaking and swinging back and forth on a podium, and, you know, um, which he never does. He always stands straight and looks into the eyes of the people he answers to. This time he was swaying back and forth. He had a lot of emotion going. So, yeah, they just, they just aren't very good. But again, there's bigger issues here than two and seven. What's going to happen now, I predict. They'll read all this stuff in the morning, and they're going to come out and say, no, we're united. That's what happens. You get raw, raw motions after games when guys are mostly honest. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow we're going to get, you guys are wrong, this this locker room's fine, everything like that. But if it was fine, then why is your quarterback and your star wide receiver saying this? When you look at that, you know, is it fine? Let's start with Derek Carr at the podium like you were talking about. Do you feel like that maybe he got some sort of inclination or, or feels the weight of that contract where they can release him after the Super Bowl and that's kind of going through his head in a loss like this? I mean, he's human, so I don't think it I think it has to be, right? I mean, he's they're 2 and 7 and uh, they can release him. They can get out of the contract since they well, they can get out of the contract up to 2 or 3 games, 2 or 3 times uh, days before the Super Bowl um, or after the Super Bowl. I'm not sure which one, but they, the bottom line is they signed him to a deal and they can get out of it after one season. Right. So that has to be going through his mind. He's not playing well, and they're not playing well. And the more you lose, the more your draft stock improves. And this is a year where there's three to four really, really good quarterbacks coming out of college. So I'm sure he reads everything. I'm sure he hears everything. But again, if that's going to be his mindset, this thing, this thing is going to go south even more than it already is. Yeah. He's got to you know focus back on, on playing better and, and getting some wins and trying to stop the bleeding. Uh, and the bleeding, like you said, there's been splintering on the sidelines from my vantage point on the field. I did see Max getting into it with Derek. I'm not sure if that was like an argument or just that they were trying to fire each other up, but there was shouting. It was words said between them. Devante, Max and Derek at one point met on the field on the sideline after a play had gone wrong. They're having words with each other. So you're seeing that from the captains. You're seeing, you know, the reactions and all when plays don't go right. But when you hear this stuff about the splintering in the locker room, I mean, is there any way to repair that at this point besides winning? Well, winning takes care of a lot, right? Yeah. It, it cures all ills, they say. Um, but you're two and seven. You're not going to the playoffs. So yeah, maybe a few wins will get guys to stop talking about it. And 
again, I have a huge feeling that you and I are going to listen to McDaniels tomorrow, and there's going to be some time where he says, we haven't lost the locker room, that's wrong, you guys are wrong, which is what you know you expect all these guys to say now. But I will say this, it's the second week, it's the second straight week Devontae Adams has had something to say. Usually they say it for a week, and they get a lot of press about it, and then they kind of back off. He didn't back off today, and Derek Carr didn't back off. So there's some issues in the locker room. I mean, when those guys go out, and they, and they know what they're doing. Derek actually... When he said that about the locker room, he was they thought he was finished with the answer to the question. Then he said, let me get back to that or let me go back there. I have more to say. When you do that, you want to make it a point. Like you want people to hear what you have to say. Um, so I thought that was really interesting that he finished and they said, no, I've got more to say about that. Um, I think if there wasn't issues in the locker room, he would have just stopped. But he didn't. He kept talking. Yeah. What kind of conversations do you think could be happening right now with Mark Davis and the other brass that's going with him. Obviously, he's not happy. No, I, I can't believe he's happy because I think they probably sold him on what they sold all of us, which is win now. You know, they probably said, hey, you're a, you're a playoff team. Let's get Devontae Adams. Let's get Chandler Jones in here. You know, you have a nine-year quarterback. You have a Josh Jacobs at running back. Uh, you have Max Crosby. And they probably convinced Vegas. And I, I shouldn't say they convinced Davis because that's probably what they thought, too. I mean, they, it's they not gave like a they good were, interview. Anyone yeah, exactly. gives a good interview, you're selling yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And I think they, I think they thought they could win right now, or they wouldn't have said it, or they would have just blown it up, and which a lot of people thought they should have just blown it up and rebuilt, but they didn't. Now we're hearing things like, "Oh, we're evaluating this year," and also again, that's what you say when you're two and six, two and seven. Obviously, and it comes from it goes from win now to oh no 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 we're rebuilding, but no. Um, I mean, I think I think they sold them on win now, which is I think what Mark Davis as a playoff team wanted to hear. You know, you don't go to the playoffs and want to hear, hey, we're going to come in and blow everything up, even though that might have been the best way to go about it. We don't know. We'll never know because they didn't do it. Sure looks like they're, you know, contemplating that now at two and seven. Um, so, yeah, I think there's some there's some probably really authentic, honest, straightforward questions that Mark Davis has on a weekly basis as they continue to lose these teams like the Indianapolis Colts. So you have here the next game up being in Denver. Um, the Broncos lost to the Titans today. Um, you know, obviously both teams are struggling and this is a team that the Raiders hold a win over and there are two wins that they do have. Do you think there's, if they do go on the road, they can beat this team again. I mean, what can that do for the energy of this? I mean, like we said, winning winning helps cure a lot of even if it's just a week at a time. You know, I mean, if it's just a week and you don't have to stand up and answer the same questions from us next week and they get a win, they'll feel good about themselves um, for a week. But, you know, you're two and seven. Um, you know, you're just the playoff odds are just so long right now. You, you just you just really need a win right now. You need a win to stop the bleeding. Like we said, you need a win to stop these questions. You need a win for the locker room to maybe come back to each other a little bit. Um, I mean, there's no question. Devontae Adams and Derek Carr are questioning commitment and passion and, and, and desire. I mean, if you listen to their quotes, that's what they're questioning. Like, how much do you really want? How much do you, how hard do you, you know, do you realize how hard this is to be good at this? Um, and there's obviously people in the locker room, they don't believe, yeah, when, realize it. When you see also the inactive report and, you know, Denzel Perryman, I think might have been the, and Jackson Barton, the only two people that you might have suspected would be on there. Maybe Matthew Butler, he's been a healthy scratch from time to time, just kind of red shirting, not quite there yet. But um, the one that stood out really was Clee Farrell and wasn't even on the sideline dressed as an inactive. What does that say? No, saying? and afterwards, Josh McDaniels didn't specifically say Klee, but he said, you know, sometimes things are internal. We hope to have him back next week. 
I think he was talking about Cleve Farrell. Sure. What happened internally? Again, who knows? Mm-hmm. We don't know anything that's happened internally other than that it's not right. Yeah. So when he said that, that was very telling. And I don't think he was talking about the guys who were hurt. Sure. I mean, if you're hurt and you're inactive, like, you know, Perryman, I don't think we were surprised that he was listed on the on the, on the, on no. the injury report. Yeah, he said rib, hip yeah, issues, I mean, everything. He said everything. He's working so through Clee it. Farrell, yeah. yet again, something internally that we don't know about but can't be good. Okay. Well, on that note, Ed, um, any final thoughts here from Allegiant tonight on just what this team can do to turn it around? Like I said, two and seven, we can make fun all we want about Jeff Saturday and all that, but there's much bigger issues that the Raiders have. They need a coach who has to start leading better and, and step up and can prove he can be a coach in this league because he hasn't done that yet. Um, and they need, you know, they just need to get a win. It's a broken record, and that's what Josh McDaniels, how he started his press conference. I sound like a broken record. Well, then don't keep doing the same things. You know, you know how to change that. You don't do keep doing the same things. You get a win, and then you won't sound like a broken record anymore. There you have it. Ed Greeny, Heidi Fang from Allegiant Stadium. Again, the final here, 25 to 20. We hope that you guys appreciate our coverage. We will keep at it for this team all season long. Follow it along on Vegas Nation and pick up the paper in print as well. So for Ed Greeny, I'm Heidi Fang. Thank you so much for listening. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today.